welcome back to another episode of an extra dose podcast. We are Alexis and Samantha Bellbell of a doubledose.com if you guys are new. But hopefully you guys have been listening for a couple of our episodes and know who we are. But we hope you guys are staying healthy and staying sane in your houses. I know that we, honestly, we were talking, Sam and I, this is not really that different for us. I mean, for the most part, obviously there's a big virus and a big stuff going on, but... And it's scary. Yeah, it's scary, but we also know that it's temporary and everything's going to be okay for us. Like, as far as our day-to-day life, it's not really that different for us just because... Well, life. Our day-to-day work schedule. Life is different. Okay, that's what I meant. Um, We work from home, obviously, so we... I mean, the only difference really is that, you know, we can go, obviously, hang out with our friends and go to dinner and go to the gym and go to Pilates, like, all the stuff from our everyday life, like, everyday not life schedule and routine but obviously knowing that we can't go anywhere I think is what is different um but luckily for us we're grateful to have a job and to be able to still do our day-to-day schedule for the most part and then our family's close so we have that and I'm you know for any of you guys who are kind of alone during this we're with you and we know that it's a hard time emotionally for everybody it's just it's hard to be alone you get kind of bored at home and you just start thinking about things. And I think it's hard to kind of like maintain your schedule when it's all broken. But we're here for you guys. And we hope that this po- this podcast brings a little positivity into your day and your week. So we thought we were – I actually – so the way it started was I had a, I had a reader. This is Alexis speaking. Um, I had her – she sent me a message last week. Um, and I don't even know how it started, but – you know, she asked, we were talking about dating and I said, yeah, like I'm single. And, um, if you guys have listened to any of our other episodes about dating, I've been single, not, I'm not that I have a timetable, but like I thought I would, you know, I thought I'd be with someone (laughs) by now because Sam always loves to tell me every time I'd be single or whatever, she'd be like, well, I was single for over a year on the app, on the dating apps. This is before she met Taylor. And I had never been single. Like, I had been single for, like, a couple months, and I'd meet somebody that I ended up dating for, like, six months to a year, and then we'd break up or whatever. But I thought, okay, I've been single since December of 2019. And I was like, okay, it's been almost almost a year and a half, and I was like, I'm almost going to beat you. So, um, because I, like, officially got on the dating apps, like, in May of last year. So, it's it's slowly coming up. It's slowly starting. And she always loves to tell me no. Because when I said I was single, like, when I said I had been single for a year in December, she was like, no, no, no. You didn't get on the apps. You weren't actually looking until May. And I was like, okay, that's fair. So, now it's been. You still got, you still have two months to go. Oh, Sam. We're almost at the end of April. Okay, sorry. You have a month and a half. Okay, all right. We're almost there, and I don't think any... You don't know what can happen. Oh, my God. Okay. So, long story short, I've been... I mean, not that I'm, like, trying to find... I don't need to have a boyfriend, but I talk to this with my friends a lot that I'm close with because they kind of go through the same thing as me, and if you guys mess... I don't, like... I don't, like, shout this out on my Instagram because it's not, like... It's not all of me. Like, I mean, it's a part of me. Like, obviously, I struggle with this, but... I, you know, it's not like something that I want to be like negative about on my Instagram account. So, but if you guys message me, like I definitely talk about it more and I'm happy to share like how I'm feeling or we're all kind of going through the same thing. And so when I talk to like my friends about it, we're like, 
you know, we talk about how we don't have like a timetable, but you want that companion. Like I live with Sam right now and she has Taylor and it's just someone that you can talk to all the time. You can share your good and bad days with, you know, to do activities with, whether you're just like laying on the couch or like you're do- going to dinner. It's, you know, you want that. But then on the other hand, I'm like, I have all this time on myself. I don't have to worry about anyone else. I can go to my parents' house. I can hang out with friends. Like I can do whatever I want and I don't have to worry about anyone else. And that is something that I'm really trying to focus on. Um, in the last few months, I feel like I've like really been focusing on that. And especially during this whole like stay at home, social distancing thing, like it's been nice to just to like really think about, well, I'll say because let me cut forward. I decided last week I decided, well, it's been, I guess over a week now, I decided to make both my Hinge and Bumble accounts um, hidden, which means if you guys are on an app, you can like, they have an ability to like, do not delete your account, but you can just hide your profile. So like no one can see it. You can't see anyone else's. And I kind of like that because um, I don't have to like redo my whole account, but sometimes I just need a break. I'm just kind of over the apps. I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate. I don't feel like there's like quality people on there for them. I mean, I'm really picky. So the ones that I'm like attracted to, I just like, I don't think they're good people. I think, you know, either they're not ready to like be in a relationship or they just are not serious about it, which I don't understand how you're like in your thirties and not serious, but that's not up to me. Um, and I think there are some like quality people, but they're just not for me. So anyway, I decided last week, or I guess I decided kind of like a month or two ago, I was like, I'm going to try to be better about putting myself in positions that I'm going to, that I could meet someone. And it's hard for me to go in that mindset to be like, okay, you're just going out. You're not going to, you're not going to, you'll need to go and meet a guy tonight. But you know, it's hard not to. And so luckily I'm very lucky and fortunate. I have a few friends that are like single, just like me and obviously want to meet somebody's too. So I've gone out with them a few times to like some bars and, um, obviously not recently, but in the last few weeks I did like a month or two ago. And it's been nice because I don't ever go out. I don't, I don't normally put myself in those positions, but it does feel good to go out. I mean, and I'll be honest, like I had one drink one of the nights and the other time I had half a drink. So you don't have to get like super drunk. I mean, if you want to, that's fine, but you can just have fun with it and just like you meet people out and it's just you and obviously go with a good group of friends. Like you don't have to go, don't go with people that are going to be pessimistic and stuff like that because you want people that are like bubbly and like fun to be around um, and I think it'll be fun. Like if you guys are struggling with that, I think it's something fun to do with your friends. Another thing I'm trying to be better about is to go like work at places like at coffee shops and stuff. But obviously during this time I can't, but when all this is over, I'm going to try to be better about it. I just feel like the apps, like it worked for Sam, which she can share her story in a second. But for me, it just hasn't worked this time. Like I haven't had any luck. Um, like I've dated people over a few months, but I haven't felt like, you know, I haven't felt like it's my person and I'm just like, I'm not going to waste their time or mine. And then, or I've just like met people that are not quality people. So, um, it's not to say the apps, I think they work for people. I just don't think this is like my time for them right now. And like maybe in a few months I'll find someone on there, but I'm really trying to take time to like not make it forced just to kind of let things happen. And I think by like hiding my profile, that's like one way for me not to feel like I'm constantly checking something all the time. And it'll be like more unexpected. So I'm trying to do that. I will say that all the other people I've dated, I did meet on a dating app 
um, mostly Bumble. I think all of them are Bumble except for one. So I think it's like, a, I think if you're not trying them, you should, but I just don't think it's, I think they just went around too long. I did have, so, so with that being said, when this girl sent me, she sent me a message on Instagram. Sorry, I like rambled for a while, <laughs> but I wanted to share kind of like my insight, what was going on in my head, but she sent me a message and I can't even remember what we were talking about, but she said that she met her, um, her now husband, um, they had matched several times on a dating on, I don't know what dating app it was, but they matched several times, but she just never went out with him because she just didn't, you know, she didn't feel like she was attracted to him and she, it wasn't the type of guy that she normally goes, normally goes for, um, and so I guess like a couple years went by or maybe I'm botching the story, but basically time had gone by. They never went out. And then her parents, I don't know if they knew his parents or somehow they got set up and they ended up going out and she, you know, obviously she remembered it was the same guy and she really ended up liking him. And so she was saying like, have an open mind. She was telling me to have an open mind and like, you never know what'll happen. Like obviously give people a chance. If you go out with them, they could be nervous you know, they could just be having an off day or whatever and, like, to give them a chance more than one date, which I totally agree with. I always do that um, unless, like, something really weird happens on the first date and I'm, like, no, I'm getting, like, weird vibes and red flags everywhere. I'm, like, I'm not giving you another chance. But I feel like that's what dating's for. Like, you kind of figure out that radar because you've gone out with so many people. You're, like, okay, this is, like, a normal person or this one's not. I'm getting weird vibes. So, um, I just thought that was a cool story to share. They ended up getting married. Um, and she said that she's really attracted to him, obviously. Uh, but it was, like, very inspirational. And she was just telling me that she did take a year off dating. And it was, like, really good for her to, like, just not be focusing on, like, meeting somebody. So I really think, like, I'm grateful for this past year because it really has forced me to, like, extend my relate like to really focus on my relationships with my friends and with myself and to be comfortable doing things by myself like I go on walks all the time by myself and I watch you know I watch movies I talk to you guys on Instagram which I know isn't really like I feel like you guys are my friends though no I mean like you are I mean I have friends in Dallas but you guys I connect with you guys so much I think because we're behind a screen you share so much more and so I don't know. I think it's cool. Um, a lot of my, a few of my friends in Dallas are actually from, I met on Instagram. So, I mean, you never know, but. It's her version of Bumble for friends. It is. <laughs> I, well, I did use Bumble BFF. I did. Yeah. I met a few of my close friends are from Bumble BFF. But anyway, my point is like, it's a good time to focus on your friendships because I feel like when I'm in a relationship, it's hard to like balance it all. So it's a good time. Focus on the things that you get to do for yourself during this time and Everyone tells me the right guy will come and I'm just like, well, I'm waiting. I don't know. Some days, and I'll be honest, some days I'm really upset about it. I'm really emotional. I think about all the past and whatever went wrong and not that I have regrets. I'm just like, you know, why does this keep happening? I have that woe is me attitude and it's fine. You can feel sorry for yourself, but then like you need to move on and focus on the positives, which I try to do. Um, so when that girl sent me the message, I was like, it would be fun to share how people, some of you guys have met your husbands or boyfriends, whatever, and your biggest pieces of advice, whether you're married or not. So I'm going to let Sam share her story and her advice. Um, cause I kind of gave mine, but, and then I'm going to share people's stories and, um, we'll go from there. So you can share. Okay. So 
I feel like I've shared in other podcasts before, but in case you guys are new listeners or you haven't heard those episodes, or even if you have, it'll be a little bit of a refresher. So I was on the apps for, well, actually, I dated someone and then I was single for like a long time. After I moved to Dallas, I dated someone and then I was single for a long time after that. And like I had zero interest in guys, <laughs> and which is like weird to think about, but I just was like not. I'm saying... I just wasn't in the mood to date people. I just wanted to be by myself. We were growing our business. We had just started our blog. At the time, we had also had our waffle product, and um, which we sadly we've talked about in another episode, but we sadly had to put our little baby to rest because we just couldn't do both. We wanted to grow both so badly, but it was just we needed more resources, uh, like more people that would be working for us to help us with our blog if we did the waffles and vice versa. So anyway... I was so busy growing those brands. And if you guys have ever had your own kind of brand or you're just busy with work and school, you guys know like you're just kind of in that mindset. You're working so hard. You're not even focusing on what you need to do for like your personal life. I feel like I didn't really, I was just about myself a lot working. Of course, I lived with Alexis, so I always had a friend, but we were just so busy on the grind and not really thinking about anything else. So then I think back in like 20, God, what, what year was that? 20? When we got on the apps, like 20, 2015. 20, it was the end of 20, beginning or end of, no, the very end of 2015. Yeah. Almost the beginning of, pretty much the beginning of 2016. I got on the apps and I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out because like I work from home and like I'm never going to meet, I never really went out like very, like I would go out in college, but then when I moved to Dallas, I like just kind of stopped going out. So I was like, this is the only way I'm going to meet someone. So I got on the apps and like I literally, went on I mean I went on a lot of dates <laughs> and Taylor always teases me I went on a lot of dates during that year this was in 2016 and like I would hit off with a few guys and then like it really wouldn't work out or whatever and I was definitely at the point where Lexus was at or is at right now where you just like hate everyone and you're like I'm never gonna find someone like what is this like you almost feel like just it's horrible but you're like well maybe this person's not so bad but you know in the back of your head you like know that you don't really want to be like you don't see it going super long term and you're just trying to convince yourself that it's going to be that way but it's not like in the back of your mind you're like no like I don't see myself dating this person long long like a long time so then it was like about it was in January I was about to get off Bumble and get off all the apps because I was so tired of everyone but I was like I'm just gonna do one more one more swipe through of everyone and I matched with him and like I thought he was so cute but I was like he'll probably like do something like these other guys do he's like too cute too good to be true like we talked and like we had a really good conversation on Bumble I always tease him it took like I think we talked for like two weeks on there or I Maybe it was less. Was it less than that? I don't know. I don't know if it was a full two weeks. It was maybe less than two weeks. But, you know, I would always go out with guys that they would, like, they were, like, you would talk in the app or text for a few days. Excuse me, I'm yawning. And then I would just, and then all of a sudden, you know, we'd, you know, we would exchange numbers and we'd go out soon there after that or text or something. Well, we were just exchanging things in Bumble. And, like, finally, I was, like, I, I really liked him. We had a good conversation. Like, we had good chemistry just texting, I mean, messaging back and forth. And a lot of stuff in common. And like we both, you know, we liked, we were both really, really into like health and fitness. And like we both had a similar career path. So obviously, like I was attracted to him in that sense. And obviously, like what I saw in the pictures. And then I was like, okay, next hurdle. Like we finally went out. And I always tease him about that too. Like I feel like I kind of had to like initiate, like to go on a date or something. I made, like we made a bet or something. Cause I was like, okay, is he ever gonna ask me out? Yeah. And, um, 
So then we went out our first date and then we really didn't go out like super often. We went out, we would text a lot, but we only went out like the beginning. We went out like our first date and then I went out of town and then we didn't go out to like the following weekend, like when I came back. So it was like we wouldn't go, we would hang out like once a week. And then as things progressed, like twice a week, it wasn't super often, but we really loved enjoying each other's company. And I could tell like we really had a good time. And obviously we've been dating ever since, but that was like over three years ago. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, so I was going to give kind of some advice on relationships and even like when you're dating too. I mean, if it's been a few times, but yeah. I feel like um, I will say, besides all the advice, you know, when it's a right, you know, your intuition can tell you when you're in a good relationship and when you're not. I like, I'm going to interrupt Sam. If you guys watch Love is Blind, it's like a perfect example. Yeah, go watch because, it. Because, um, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it because everyone's watching Netflix, but it's a per, every time I watch it, I'm like, I can relate on so many levels to these people. I know they're crazy. Like, I know they're just being so stupid, but I'm saying like, I understand when they're saying, I like this person, but I'm just, I don't know if I'm attracted. They keep vacillating. I think like, I totally get it because yeah, me too. you want them to work. You want it to work so badly in your head. Cause you're like, they're the right, like they seem like the right person, but you know, it's just not there. And it doesn't take, even if it's a week or two, you know, if they're for you or not. You, I mean, at least you, at least you know, you want to continue. If they're like, I don't want to hook up. I'm like, I get it. Cause I'm the same way. I try to justify it. I'm like, it's too new. I mean, yeah, you want to wait. But what I'm saying is like, they're going to get married. So it's like, if you don't want to, it comes out later that they're not attracted. In the back of your head, that's what I'm saying. I, I went on so many dates and I think that's one advice for, I'll have one piece of advice for when you're dating and one piece, obviously more when you're in a, in a relationship or you've been dating the same person for a little bit is that when you're dating, don't, I feel like, I mean, guys do, guys get like crap for that They go on so many dates that they're a player, they're this and that. And like girls, I guess they get, they get crap for it too. If you do that, I maybe not as much, but I feel like it's so important to date a lot of people because not like, you know, not like be a serial dater, but just go on dates and experience different personalities and everything because Alexis can relate to this too. You realize what you think, what you think might be important to you may be actually still important to you or things that you didn't realize would be important to you become important to you. So I think dating so many people, some like people that you don't like, you're like, oh my, like you thought you liked them. And then you go on the date and you're like, oh my God, I couldn't stand that he did this or he said this and that really pissed me off. Then you realize like that's a red flag for you for someone else. You're not going to tolerate that with someone else and you know what to look for. So I think it's so important to really figure out. And then when you meet that person, like when I met Taylor, you realize how good of a person they are for you, like how good of a fit they are for you and what all these qualities this person has and you can appreciate it. Whereas if you met, like if I met Taylor, I'm sure three years or four years ago, I would have been like, oh, he's such a great catch. Like we get along so well. We're like made for each other, blah, blah, blah. But I think I appreciated it even more because I like had gone on out on like some bad dates and like people that weren't the right person for me and I just wanted it so badly that you appreciate it so much more so I that's one piece of advice don't be afraid to like go go on dates and experience different people and just see like what you like what you don't like don't basically I mean I've experienced a lot of people that's what I'm saying but you realize there are some good people out there like that have good qualities you're just it's not there for you physically or for, for whatever reason something's missing and you can appreciate there's good guys out there or you can appreciate that some are good looking and they're just literally excuse my language they're just assholes or they're just like you would never date them so anyway I so that's one piece of advice and then for relationships in terms of dating people more long term or whatever um, a few pieces of advice. Um, first off is 
make sure that you have really good communication. And I think that's, it can come in different forms for like, you want to be able to talk about things. If you're, if you disagree about something, there's a way to talk about it without yelling at each other and saying it like in a very offensive way. And I say this because my relationship with my sister is we have the relationship when we argue over like a really bad married couple, like what the, the example of like what you don't want to be when you're married or in a, in a relationship. Like we talk over each other. <laughs> we don't let the other person have like their side of the story. So without chime in. It's like everything you shouldn't do. So I think being on that side, it's like taught me like what I need to be in a, like in a balanced, healthy relationship, which is like whenever Taylor and I are having not necessarily a disagreement, but like, let's say I'm upset about something. First of all, don't like bury it under the rug and not talk about it because you don't want to like upset anything. You need to talk about it, even if it makes the other person uncomfortable or, or if it's something you don't want to do. So, and excuse me, I talk so fast in every podcast. I try to slow down and not mutter, mumble, but it's like hard for me not to. So you want to be able to talk about it, say your side of the story. And then when the other person's saying their side of the story, which is what I was talking about, what Alexa and I do all the time which is do not talk over the other person. Just let them speak. Even if you completely disagree with everything they're saying, let them get it out. And then you can come back with like what you what, you're, what you think about it and what your side is. That way you can have a civil conversation about it because, and if you're heated, just like, which is what Alexa and I don't do either, is take some time to like decompress and like think about what you want to say before you start spilling everything out. And then you can't really take back your words. Once you say it, the other person's heard it and you can't take it back. My other piece of advice, so, and also just learn to communicate. You know, if you guys want to see each other, like, communicate that. Um, just be open. Like, no person doesn't want to hear, I don't know what I'm trying to, like, what <laughs> words I'm trying to say, but everyone wants to hear compliments and hear the good things you do and everything like that. So I don't think it ever hurts to just randomly compliment them on something or if they did something really sweet or something you really liked that they did, tell them that. Like, don't be afraid to tell them that. No one, there's no one I don't think in this world that is unhappy to hear that. So I feel like always compliment, you know, whoever you're dating, you know, it, it always helps boost their confidence and it makes them want to do not better things for you because if you, if they do something really sweet, like they get you flowers and you just keep telling them how you, how sweet that was of them, how you appreciate it so much, they know that it's important to you. So I think it never hurts to do that. And I feel like a lot of people get so caught up in their everyday life that you forget to like compliment people or just tell them how great they are. If you think that, I mean, don't just say it to say it, but like you should really think that about your partner. So that is important too. So make mental notes of that. The other thing is make sure that you guys have interests out of like your own relationship. So I think it's very easy when you start dating someone, you're so in love with them, you love hanging out with them, you just want to be with them all the time. And of course, at the beginning, it's totally fine to be, do that. But then, you know, as time goes on and the honeymoon phase is over, you're kind of like, of course, I love being around Taylor. I like I could spend all the time with him in the world. But we each have our own jobs. You guys know I work like I work twenty four seven. So it's 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 very important for you to have your own interests outside of your relationship and each other. So for him, like he does a lot of Ironmans. He likes to work out. He has his own friends and he does stuff. And he's super independent. Like he he was single obviously too at one point so he did he knows how to be by himself and just do things by himself so I think it's super important to while it's important to spend time together and just hang out and do a lot of activities together it's also important to be able to spend time apart and like enjoy it so of course you always want to thinking about the person I think about him all the time when I'm not with him but it's important to be able to have your own friends like I'll go go with my friends and go hang out 
and do my own thing. And then I can, then we can have our own time together when we want to be together. So I think it's really important, you know, just to be able to have the communication and then have your own time apart. And then also you want to be able to try new things together. Like you don't want to be everything so the same. I know it's like, you know, after, obviously it's not like I'm married to him yet, but you know, when you've been with someone for a few years, you've done a lot of stuff together. It's very easy to become routine. And like, he does come over to our, you know, my house a lot. And we're just hanging out here and watching movies and making dinner. But even if it's dumb things like watching a new movie, watching a new show, or doing something new, like a new activity, traveling somewhere new, or trying a new restaurant, something that keeps it more fun and exciting than rather just like, okay, well, it's, Tuesday night, it's Saturday night, we'll just be at home like we always are. We won't do anything new. It just kind of becomes very monotonous and not exciting. And obviously with that too, like just keep physical touch and like intimacy alive. I know it's easy, especially when you get married, it's easy just to let it come by the, you know, not that I've been married before, but even after you've been dating someone a few years, it's just kind of like, okay, well, I'm tired. Like, I don't want to, I'm like, even if you just do your own thing, you're in your phone clicking away, like on the couch, like even if it's just like having touch and being close to them, I think it's appreciated. I mean, everyone has their own love language, but I feel like when you're in a relationship, I mean, you just feel better when someone gives you a hug, just in general. Like a friend gives you a hug, you just feel better if you're having a bad day or, you know, anything like that. So, and I think it's just important to like always look into your partner's feelings. Instead of, you might be upset about something, but they have their own feelings too. So it's easy to just think about your side and why you're so pissed off or why you're so upset, but they have their own feelings too. So I think, like I was saying about earlier when communicating, just always try to think of the other person's side and, but really, my biggest takeaway is that communication, really. Yeah, I think those are all good points. I will say that Sam and I are a little different when it comes to communication. I'm like, if I'm mad and heated, like, it will definitely come out even in a relationship. So, and I, I will, like, protect myself and defend myself. Whereas, like, I think I could be a little better than, better, um, more like Sam. But it's something that I've learned from my other relationships. And um, I wanted to share some of the ones that you guys sent in. Um, so first off, thank you guys so much for sending and sharing. I'm going to keep these anonymous, obviously. Um, start blaring out everyone's And like, names. this is that person's name. Okay. So this was someone's advice. They said, don't be afraid to, to fail or sorry, don't be afraid. They said, don't be afraid to fall. I don't know if they meant fail or fall, but I guess both apply. They met, she met on a dating site and they moved in with an, oh yeah. Well, I guess fall. Don't be. Moved on it, met on a dating site, moved in within a month, and now they've been together for seven years. So obviously that doesn't work for everybody, but I think it's inspiring to hear. Like sometimes you just know, like your intuition, you just know they're the person for you, and you know it worked for them. So I guess it never, like, it never. I guess some people want to wait a long time, and some people don't. Like our parents, I was gonna say, it's our crazy parents- to think they. This was a long time ago, like over 30 years ago, but they met, they were set up on a blind date and they met and I think within two or three months they were engaged and then they got married, um, like like eight months, no, eight months after they met six, oh, eight months after they met, but six months after they got engaged. So it was pretty fat. I mean, obviously they're still together. It works for them. So I don't think there's ever right or wrong. I think for me, like I have to get to know somebody, but I mean, maybe not. Maybe I'll meet somebody and it'll just be, everyone loves to tell me that. They're like, no, you're going to meet someone and it's going to be so fast. Yeah. I'm going to be surprised if she gets engaged before me. Married before me. No. 
Um, someone said to marry your best friend, which I totally agree with because they might have the looks, they might have all that stuff, but if you're not like best friends with them and you can't see yourself spending hours and hours in like the rest of your life, telling them everything. Yeah. Then if you don't have a friendship, then you're not going to have a marriage or a relationship. Um, someone else said they're not an expert, but don't follow the formula. Like maybe more, like maybe more important than love. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what that part means, but I think they're just trying to say whatever works for you may not work for other people, but you have to focus on what's best for you. Like a lot of people, like <laughs> I'm kind of funny because I was like, Sam and I are so close and I'm like, whenever you meet somebody that I'm dating, I want you, you know, anyone, like the people I have relationships with in the past, I was like, maybe you would have seen something earlier that I didn't see. And I think she did because when you're in it, you just are like, tunnel vision you don't really you see them I mean you see them but you're not really seeing everything and if you do see red flags you're you're so infatuated with them and whatever that you're like you don't really like you're like oh it's fine I mean it's some things you're, you can let go but some things are major and you're like no but I told Sam uh, when I started dating again I was like anything when you meet or anyone you like I tell you about I want you to tell me like what you think about them. And she's like, my mom is like, no, that's not a good idea. Just because you guys are twins. Everyone has different attractions. And I'm like, no, but like we have the same type. And so I'm like, I don't know. Like I see both sides. I see like no one can really tell you what to do. But I don't know. I value our relationship is different. So I don't know. She wants me to tell her. So I guess I'm going to She do knows that. best. <laughs> Someone else said they met in high school and they started dating soon after and he transferred in. I don't know how old they are, but that's a cute story. I mean, you never know. You can meet in high school. It didn't happen for me. But someone else said they both met at a hospital they worked at. I've heard stories like that. I mean, obviously in my ideal mind, I was like, I'd meet someone like at a grocery store. Like They'd come up to you. Bonding over, like, over when you're buying a Bonding over my plant-based food. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're, like, really in shape and, like, super hot. <laughs> and, like, so cute. Of the perfect family, you know, all the things that, that they should have. Um, someone said they dated in high school. Then they lost touch for 10 years and reconnected. I think that's so cute because that's when you know it's really meant to be. Like, I think that's the great, perfect story because I feel like you change so much in your 20s and, like, if you, I mean, it could work. You could date someone in high school and you could keep, I know people that it's worked for, but other times it's like you grow apart or like you change a lot in those years. And then you feel like you've been together so long that it's like hard to like move on to go date someone else. So I feel like moving, being away for those 10 years and then reconnecting and still having that bond, I think is really cool. Someone else said marriage doesn't have to get quote boring. You have the power to make it amazing every day. I think Sam kind of touched mm-hmm. on that. Like I think like I think I'm married. But no, I most mean, people are already like some people are already married. Yeah, for a while after the amount of time we've been dating. Yeah, um, and I think even relationships, like Sam was saying, like you need to keep it exciting. You need to keep things fun. You don't want to get stuck in a routine. Um, and even like I know I've read I I've heard and read about role playing. I think that's kind of weird. I just have never done that before. But I get it's the whole idea of keeping it exciting, keeping it new. Because you don't want to, lo- like, lose that. Um, someone else said, we met when I had given up and I was done dating, like Sam. He spent five months trying to get me to go out with him. I think that's so funny um, because that happened with our mom, like, our parents. My mom, or our mom. She was set up on a blind date. But- so, so kind of backtrack. So, they were living in San Antonio. Uh, my mom was dating somebody. Or I don't know if she was still dating him, but 
she wasn't going to like marry him. And my dad, his parents were like very old school and his dad really wanted, were Jewish. His dad really wanted to meet someone Jewish and like would like send, I mean, there weren't phones, like cell phones or like dating apps or whatever. So he would like, his dad didn't live, they lived in Boston. So he would like call like people all over to like set him up with people and he he went to like synagogue one weekend and he saw my mom but she was like with another guy and but he thought she was really pretty and he really wanted to talk to her and then a few months later I think or weeks later they went to this like singles like dating event or dating something and my mom was with some of her friends and she saw my dad there but um, he was, he was dancing with like all these girls <laughs> and she was like, no, she never talked to him. And then like a few months later, my mom got a call from, from this lady that, who set them up and when, but my dad already knew what she looks like because, um, like when my dad talked to the same lady, she was like, I have all these women and she mentioned my mom's name and he was like, I only want to go out with her. And she was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, like, I know. And so when they talked, they, my mom said, okay, like, you know, she found out he was a doctor and she didn't want to go out with him. So they would, like, talk on the phone all forever. They would spend hours on the phone. And my mom would always be like, no, I don't want to go out. I don't know what made my dad, like, keep going out with her. <laughs> like, he keep talking to her. But it's just crazy because, um, like, she just kept, I mean, he kept trying. And I think... She finally was like, no, like she kept saying no. And he was like, okay, he just kind of gave up. He was like, whatever, she's not going to go out with me. And then I don't know what possessed him, but one day he called her just one last time and they talked on the phone for hours. Again, I, I don't really understand like how, who would do that, but <laughs> they, did, they talked on the phone for hours and she finally said, he asked her to go out again. She said yes, finally. And in her head, she was like, I'm just going to go out with him one time. And I'm probably not going to like him, so I'll just, like, give him to, my like, one of my friends or something. Well, they went out, and my mom was, like, she, you know, she thought he was really cute. She loved, like, she really liked him. So, like, the rest is history. Like, she, they end up getting, they end up dating and getting engaged. But it's, like, you never know. Like, it's good to have an open mind. But he was very persistent, and they would talk forever. He kept trying. And I'm, like, what made you try? He's, like, I don't know. I'm like, I would have been like, screw this, like, <laughs> whatever. They're not interested. But the times were different. Like, there wasn't, there weren't dating apps. Like, they're going to go find, you couldn't go school yeah. through a bunch of girls. Yeah. Someone else said, my advice is to just go for it. If you think someone's cute, tell them life's too short. I agree. I mean, I've only done that a couple times. I've said, I've, I've reached out. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. I definitely messaged people on Instagram, <laughs> like, once or twice. But, like, I knew they probably weren't going to answer, but, and they, I don't think they did. But I've, I will, I, there has been, like, two, three, three-ish times that I've, like, reached out to somebody. I didn't say you're cute, but I just, like, kind of talked to them, which is a lot for me. Like, I don't go up to people. Not because I'm entitled. I mean, that. No, no, no. I mean, I don't think I'm entitled, but I'm no, just, like, I'm reserved. I'm really shy. I don't like being rejected, and I just. Well, no one does. No, I know, but, like, if you do it a lot, you're, like, used to it. I don't like going up to people. I'm not, like, very outgoing, so. I don't just go up to people if I don't know them. But I have, like, I did it one time in a gym. I don't know, like, I don't even know why because I don't think he's cute. I don't, like, now looking back, I'm like, I don't think he's cute. He would just boy crazy, maybe. And he was tall, like, I don't know. And then, um, I, like, went up, I, and I've, I've done that for a few other people. Not in a gym, but, like, I reached out to them. So, I mean, it didn't work out, but I shouldn't give up. Um, and then two other people said they met at a bar. So, I'm like, maybe there's hope for me. I don't know. 
I did, I've met people, but it's in a bar, but it didn't work out for me. Um, okay, this is, someone else said they met at a frat party. It's so gross and not ideal, but we're almost three years strong now. So you never know. I mean, I think, I do think it's easier to meet someone in college because there's so many, like, you're all young. You're all, like, you're, everyone's new there. I don't know. I just, I feel like the setting is easier, but. I like one of the one of the girls said that to weed out the people that want to hook up, and in her profile she put not here for hook hookups to swipe accordingly. That's so true. I'm yeah. sure we Alexa and I both went out with people that. Oh, she said she met course, on Tinder. Yeah, she met him on Tinder, and I think that's so true. Like, you know, every obviously every guy wants the same thing, or if you're dating girls, you know, I'm sure they do too. Every guy wants the same thing, and it's just. They it's don't need to be saying okay. on the first date. Yeah. Well, I have a story about that, but mm. I'll keep, uh, I'm not going to go into detail, but let's just say we met at a bar, which I had no, I, I don't hook up with people like that. And, um, anyway, they said they did, they said they wanted, they said they wanted, um, you know, like the vibes I got were that that's what they wanted. But of course I'm not going to do that. And they literally like basically said on the first date, like, what are we doing? And I'm like, that's not happening. So you, I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. But you need to know like what your stance is and hold it strong because they'll definitely like, they'll take advantage of whatever they can get, you know? And I, I'm not saying don't have sex with people because I, you know, I do that, but I think you have to be careful. So protect yourself. Someone said, this is a, this is a tip or advice. They said when arguing, it's better to be wrong and together than right and separated. Love is better than pride. And I, I definitely mm -hmm. agree with that. I think so when Sam and I argue, we don't care about it's that. Definitely, like, like, it's, definitely, it's definitely like we're freaking who's right and who's wrong. I'm right always. And we don't care if it hurts the other person's yeah. feelings. Well, we do We later. don't. Sometimes eventually one of us will break down and be like, okay, like fine. Like you're right. Whatever. Even though we both but don't know. argue like us. Yeah. But it's better to just like you're good about, do, you're good about doing that. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, we always... Not with me. But. No, not with her, but, like, in my relationships, like, even if I don't necessarily agree, eventually I'm like, okay, like, he has his own opinion. Let it go. Just agree. Another tip is to have respect, put each other first, and care for each other. I definitely... Respect is probably my number one thing. I'm talking about respect, like, how they treat you, how they talk to you, but also just their actions, um, boundaries, like... They need to respect you for who you are and not who they want you to be. Um, and I think that goes a long way. Like, I think a lot of people don't, they don't respect themselves, so they can't respect you. And um, putting each other first, I think that's definitely important. I do think that you always need to look out for yourself. Um, but I do think, obviously, they need to be a priority for you. You can, They can't just be like an afterthought. There's and, two that I like. They're kind oh, wait, of wait, 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 oh, I'm not done yet. Oh. And caring for each sorry. other. This is not taking out our argument. This is how we talk to each other. <laughs> and caring for each other, uh, obviously, like, you should want to do stuff for that person. If you don't, then there's probably something missing because I've been in that <laughs> side of it. So um, There's two that I liked on here. They were similar. Check in with each other often and make time for each other. I kind of talked about that when I was talking about my tips, but... You want to check in like we don't we don't really talk on the phone that often but I know I've dated people that like to talk on the phone more or Alexis has too. Either one's fine but him, Taylor and I text a lot and we text like sometimes the conversation's not really like earth shattering but we'll text throughout the day to check on in on each other especially if we haven't seen each other in a while and 
um, the other another person said talk several times throughout the day about your day. So those are kind of similar, but definitely take time to think about the other person, ask them how they're doing, just something so they know that you're thinking about them. And then obviously, you know, at the end of the day, whenever t- you have time, you know, you need to make the time for that person. Don't make them feel like you you're not you, you don't have time for them. Yeah. Um. Someone else, if you're religious or spiritual, they said pray together. Someone said they met at church um, at seven, ages seven and nine, and they were best friends um, fifteen okay. at 15 and 17, and then they lost touch and reunited 20 years later, and they're married now. I think that's so cute. Um, like, you never know. People always say from people from your past who come, I really don't think that would be the case for me because no one that I'm in my past I would want to get married to. But, like, I mean, I would, I'd be friends, but... Um, Someone else said they met at, the, at a spin studio. She was an instructor, and he rode there. And she couldn't stand him, but it's they. I guess they're together. Um, yeah, well, a lot of people say you can meet at work, which I, not for me, but you never know. P- make sure you pick someone that shares the same faith as you. I think this is. I mean, I definitely think it's important. I think it's different for everybody, and I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think it makes things easier. It definitely does. Um, like for Sam. I mean, you can talk for yourself, but um, I think that it's different for every person. For them, you know, they're not – Sam's Jewish and Taylor's Catholic, right? Yeah, he's Catholic. So, you know, it works different. It's different for every person. I think the respect aspect has to be there. I think it works – I dated people that were Jewish and there was no respect, so it doesn't always work. But I think if you can find someone that's the same faith as you, I think it helps a lot. Uh, but I think when you're – even for me, I kind of struggle with that because I'm like, if they're the same faith as me, I'm like, I'm not very religious. I'm spiritual, but I don't want to have to do, you know, I want to have, I want to be the same level as them. So I think it's kind of like finding what works for you and what doesn't. Some, another girl said that they met in college. They've been together eight years and her tip was we over, over, we over communicate. That's true. I feel like you overthink, you always think you're communicating, but you can always do more. They, someone else said they met, on eHarmony and they he paid for a year but they met in a month that's so funny I had um someone tell me that they met well it wasn't her but one of her friends one of her friends met on Match, and the other one met on eHarmony and I have not tried those two if you guys are listening and you have let me know because I'm I don't know I'm like I know I'm willing to pay for it I'm not like super cheap but I want it to be worth it like I don't want to I guess you don't really know but I just feel like other people on there weird, like the apps. I feel like people, I don't know. Maybe it could be better. Maybe people are more serious. Let me know if you guys have tried it. Someone else said she met her boyfriend at their job that they worked together almost four years ago, and she's staying to practice patience. That's what I always tell her. I don't, I have no patience. Easier said than done. Someone else said her and her boyfriend met at UT. We love that. We both went to UT also. They met together six years ago, and she asked him out, and she's saying, don't be scared to go for it. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I said, I did it a few times. I didn't ask them out, but you can kind of see if they're feeling it. If they're not, then they won't make an effort. And that's an, okay, that's another tip I have. If you guys have seen that movie, he's not that into He's just not that into you. I think it's very true. If a guy, I read, I read a quote a couple months ago, and I sent it to my friends that were single. If a guy's into you, you're going to know. You're not going to question it. If you are questioning it, then they're not into you. And I think 
that's so true because I know you kind of felt that way with Taylor. You were like unsure. You're like, well, he wasn't not unsure in that way though, because he was very communicative. He would always ask you. He would make conversations. He was making conversations. We just didn't go out super often. So I took that as like, oh, I don't know. Like, does he still want to go out? And I think I was so like scarred by other guys that would like they would ghost me or they would just be like, oh, this isn't working out or whatever. And I like was like upset about it. That I was like, oh, he's so cute. He'll you know, I don't want to get too excited. He'll, he'll do, he might, he might like ghost me or something, but yeah, definitely. He was definitely interested. I mean, I think part of me knew he was interested and part of yeah, me like, I told I think, him this before. I think you have to like, he, I think he was just harder to read is what my point yeah, is. But I think you, I mean, that's not a safe to make conversation sometimes. They might be a bad texter, but eventually if you do make it out with them and they don't make an effort and like, they're not into you, they're not, they're not either emotionally not available, which is like, what I keep finding or they're just not for you and you just have to move on. But I think that you still have to like put yourself out there and not be afraid to try. Um, and then there was one more, a few more. Um, someone said good, pick a guys with good morals. And if they have guy friends, I mean, they'll probably have good guy friends too with good morals. So you just need to make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that have good values and morals, which I agree with. I don't, I mean, I think that some people have friends that are, they're good people to them, but maybe not like good boyfriend material. And I do think it's good. I do think that good guys usually tend to pick people within like with the same morals as them. Especially, I noticed that with girls too, but. And then someone else said she met her boyfriend through her older sister that they were friends. Unfortunately, we don't have that. I don't have an older sister. It hasn't worked for me. I would love to meet someone through mutual friends because I think they know. I mean, I do and I don't because if it doesn't work out, it's awkward. But sometimes they get offended. They shouldn't. But, but at least you know you're you know that they're genuine. You know who they are. Or I'd love to meet someone like at a wedding. You know, so if anyone has anything to invite me to, let me know. <laughs> I always tell her, be open to anything. I try, you to I try, I try okay. to do stuff. Well, but hopefully, when this coronavirus is over, people will be having weddings and they'll be out. Everyone will be out because yeah. we've all been trapped. They've at been home. Tra- I told her, I was like, why don't you just get back on Bumble, do all your dates now because you. She's always upset that she wastes her time. She comes home, she's gone for like three hours, and I think it's like a great. Oh, date. they would be like literally on yeah. it because everyone's at home. Well, listen, hold on, yeah. I'm not done. I say you waste three hours when you're out and she gets pissed off. She comes home. I think she's been gone forever. I think it's a good day. And she comes home and she's like, it was horrible, <laughs> this and that. And so I'm like, why do you just, you don't have to get, like, you don't have to really get ready. You can just be like in your pajamas or like something, like a cute top. And you just do your Skype date or FaceTime date. And like, then you can it's be so like, awkward. then you could be like, okay, like I got to go take my dog out and, you, and then you're done. You I don't, don't have to drive. Anywhere. I don't want to get on a dating. I don't want to go on a date on an app. With, I mean, on a Facetime I've never met before. Well, it's your time to do it. Oh my god, that's what I say. And then it's entertaining for me. Oh yeah, so it's about you. I don't think so. Anyway, we wanted to end this today's podcast with star favorites um, that we that we try to do every every episode. So this time, since it's quarantine themed and coronavirus themed, I thought we would share our favorite things we've used or we did during. What is it called? Social distancing era, yeah. quarantine slash quarantine time. So with all the workouts, what I've been really excited that I have are two things. One of them is this resistance band that we can link in the show notes. And you can do so many. You can do hit workouts with it, like jumping around and do stuff with it. You can do like um, a lot of stuff for your glutes, which I've been doing a lot for my running because I feel like my glutes are a little bit weak. And the other thing that I'm very happy that I have is my rebounder because – it I can do all my cardio here when I'm not running outside 
and I can just do it inside. And I know a lot of you guys have thought about getting one now if you haven't already. Those of you that already have it, you've been telling me it's been a lifesaver. But those of you that haven't, that were thinking about it, I definitely recommend it. They have a more a less expensive one on Amazon that we had to start with. And then we upgraded to the Jump Sport one that we have that we can link as well. And it's like more bouncy, but they're both good. I mean, I'm used to the Jump Sport one that's very bouncy now. So it'd be harder for me to use the other one now. But I used that other one from Amazon for like a year. So... Anyway, it's a great way to get cardio in. My dad was over the other day and he was jumping on it and he was like, oh my God, how do you do this for 30 or 40 minutes? This is so hard. He was like out of breath. So they say NASA did a study and I think I might be botching it, but they say that it's just as effective as like running. Like, yeah. So, and you're literally, I can tell you because I run all the time. It's, it's way harder on your joints when you're running this like I probably used to because I do it almost every day but it's you know I don't feel winded anymore but I know I'm getting a good workout in so Alexis can share her yeah so my two favorites it's stuff we mentioned before one of them is the juicer we use the brubble juicer I'll link it in the show notes it's uh, I've been using it every day pretty much to do my celery juice if you guys are new to celery juice we have a whole podcast on it and I have also my parents have been using theirs every day because my parents have been on the celery juice train. So I love that. I'm so excited for them to get all the benefits. And then the other product we just did an episode on is the CBD oil. So make sure you listen to that episode. It we shared all about CBD and the benefits and everything about it. And especially during this time, we're all super high anxiety. And I've been taking mine as I mentioned twice a day or sometimes more. And I really think it helps a lot, especially with all the stuff going on, I feel like I just, everyone's on edge and has anxiety. So make sure you listen to that episode to get all the info on that. And, um, that's all we have for this episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon.